happy Tuesday. You are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And tonight is a special night. There's like, I'm not even sure how to, so, all right. I have two people on my show today, um, Teresa and Heather. And I will go into further detail and let them introduce themselves to you as well. But this show is about this, like, I don't want to say the spirit world. What would we call it? A spiritual connection. Connection. Right. It is. Right. Okay. Well, I don't want to, you know, like people get, you know, scare people away or whatever. So, so if anybody, first of all, anybody out there that is listening right now, please tell your friends to tune in. Because this is going to be a very interesting two hours. Uh, there's a lot of energy in this room, number one. There's also two Bronx women in the, the room as well, which we all know how that ends up in this <laughs> and in my area. Um, so though we got a lot of interesting things going on, a lot of energy going on. I know that, that the spirit world and psychics and mediums and all this thing these type of things are like a huge um you know they're big like a lot of people i mean that what is that that who who the 800 number that they're making like oh that yeah, cat yeah. what's like her the name sac- whatever those are, are yeah. crazy yeah but no but they they were like some like that was a gimmick. It had to be a gimmick. You know, the stars. Uh, what was yeah, it? Didn't she get what arrested? What was the name? Oh, was that it? All right. Yeah. So, yeah, like you have, I mean, people believe because people want to believe, right? But then you have all the naysayers and nobody wants to believe nothing. So, to say how this show ended up happening was very interesting, actually. And the reason why was because... Teresa Terry was definitely meant to meet me because you don't even, I don't know if you know this story. Um, I might have mentioned it. I might have mentioned it to you. So uh, one of uh, a family friend who you know, um, Tony, had had said that you have a book, which we're going to talk about as well. Um, and you know, she said, I really want you to read the book. You know, you got to meet Terry. She's so great. This, that, and the other. And you know, I've had a lot going on and I recognize that she said it and I don't remember if I sent the address. I don't remember exactly what happened. Right. So we kind of like didn't connect completely. Right. So about a month ago, I'm at my beach club. And I speak to this woman that I, you know, became, you know, friendly with, but never had a conversation with. And we were coming up on the anniversary of my husband's passing. And she tells me, because, you know, anytime you talk to somebody, everybody's got a story, right? So we're talking and I said, yeah, I'm the, you know, like, I I feel like I'm the scarlet letter. Yeah, I'm the widow. I'm the resident (laughs) widow. Yes, that's me. And um, she says, oh, my God, she goes, that's so crazy. She says, you know, my sister-in-law is going, my my brother was supposed to come over for a family um, party, and he never showed up. And no one understood what happened, and then we found out he dropped dead. So she tells me, I said, well, how is your mother, you know, how is his wife? She says, well, you know what? We met this woman, Terry, 
and she has helped my mother tremendously because and my sister-in-law and she gave them you know like my brother steered them in a direction and because of that they are doing much better oh nice so she kept saying to me i don't know why i keep going back to telly she's like i don't know why but something keeps telling me that i should t i have to tell you about terry i don't want to be pushy is it okay for me to send you her phone number so I said, of course. And she goes, I keep getting this chill down the left side of my body that I keep, I should be telling you this. So I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah, great. Send it to me, you know? So then my, our mutual friend, Tony, reaches out to me again. You know, Terry's trying to get in touch. You know, uh, you know, I really want you to meet her, this, that. And they go, is this the same Terry that has an 845 number? She goes, yeah, that's her. I go, all right, apparently somebody's got something to say to me because from two separate circles of life, mm -hmm. two people told me about you. That's how it works. Right. So, I mean, I, I knew that this wasn't and anybody out there that thinks it's a coincidence. Okay. But that's not a coincidence. No. There's a reason. And I knew that, you know, somebody or people had things to say. So that, just to give you all a little bit of a, um, how did this happen thing, um, you know, I, I think that I find these things, uh, again, there are no coincidences in life. So um, now that I gave you my story, I can introduce you to these two ladies that are sitting next to me. And the one right beside me is Terry. Say hi. Hi. And then I have Heather to her left as well. <laughs> and these two seem to be a package deal now, right? Yeah, basically. Pretty, pretty much. Pretty two for much. the price of one? That's it. Is that what it is? Unless you're Hollywood, and then we'll both take a separate check. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And you can wear my glasses. <laughs> All right. So now, um, I always start off my show by saying, who are you? So, Terry, would you want to say who you are first? Sure. <laughs> so, I, my name is Terry Murata. I'm known as a spiritual medium. Okay. Which means what? Okay. So, some of the messages I get or the images I get or the movies they run in my head have a spiritual base, such as um, certain months, I go to certain names based on my belief in certain saints. It is not a religious reading. Religion does really doesn't have anything to do with the readings that I do. But, uh, or I will see images of the Virgin Mother, or I'll see archangels coming in, and that's what makes it a spiritual reading. Okay, and how is that, so that's different, so like you talk, like, you know, I talk to dead people, yeah. so like, that's what you, you yeah, talk to dead people. Yeah, since I'm three. You so talk to dead people I'm since I'm doing the longest in life. Right, so now, um, I mean, there's so many things to say to that, um, <laughs> and we'll get into that. Let's let. So that's what now. What about your? I mean, do you have children? I do. I have three children. Okay. Six grandchildren. Oh wow! God bless. Yeah, 
from 20 years old to almost four months. Oh my God, that's yes. awesome. Nice little family. That's awesome. And and I and and you see even you 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 don't have it though. Like you're from the Bronx, right? Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's have some coffee. <laughs> I am from the Bronx. Very proud. Yes, and yes. and I, we just learned that you actually were three blocks from me. Right? No, three such blocks. thing is a coincidence. Yes, three blocks from me. Yeah. So um, I'm like, when as you were, because my mother-in-law, uh, you know, knows everybody. And um, so we had to go through. And when you're from the Bronx, they got to go through. Well, where, where were you? Who'd you hang out with? Yeah, what's what neighborhood? What's, you got to go through the whole thing. What's yeah. your last name? Yeah. That's the first thing. Yeah. Actually, you didn't ask her last name. No, because I, I don't want to know it you before can't reading. You can't before yeah. reading. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, like that's like the Bronx. It's like the way dogs yeah. come and they you sniff. sniff. Like yeah. that. That's what Bronx people do. They're like, all right, uh, where are you from? Who'd you hang out with? Who's your mother? Yeah. What meatball yeah. recipe do you have? Yeah. You know, and that's how that goes. So we already went through that. But it is kind of funny that we were right really? next Close to each five. other. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. God knows how long. Um, and now Heather. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Who the hell am I? Well, I am uh, just some girl that was working just some weird job when Terry walked through the door and told me an incredible uh, story. She actually told me every detail of a recurring dream I've had since I was a kid, okay. including the details of uh, my little spirit girl. With a, She says, uh, every once in a while, out of the corner of your eye, you see a little girl wearing a polka dot dress that's black and white that has blue eyes and long black hair that looks just like that doll your grandmother gave you. And I've kind of been mentoring under her ever since. Um, and then until Spirit chose me to write your book. And uh, she, they actually told her to put a sign out in the universe and that I would answer it within three days. Correct. And, and it was actually Archangel Michael who came to me in the dream her. state. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, all right, what, what, 2.13, right? Yes. I said, all right, I'll give you until 2.13 which was February 13th, because that was my dad's birthday. Huh. Um, and they'll have to reach out to me. In any way, did. shape, or form. <laughs> yeah. And me, who my friends joke around with, I, I, I'm not big on social media, I am now, because we're published and I have to be. But I liked, something pulled me into a post she had about her father, and I hit a button, and my phone immediately rang, and Terry said, you had five minutes left. And she told me that Spirit told her she was gonna write a book, and she says, no way in hell am I writing a book. And they said, no. There's a really skinny girl, and she's going to help you write it. And she says, I knew it was you. You had five minutes left. And let me take the lead kind of on um, go, getting inside her head and in her reading room and, and just totally take charge. And they said we would end up on the radio uh, and TV. And So wait a second. Are you an Like, do you write now? <laughs> so you never know. Well, never... it depends. It depends on how you consider yourself an author. Okay. And, and and there are people that like. I mean, Stephen King obviously is an author. But if if you're a writer, whether you're a writer that's made it or you're a writer that hasn't, you're a writer. Right. So that's in true. kindergarten, I would write story. I couldn't write. I'd have the teacher actually have to write out the story for me, and I would make up these books, and I would glue construction paper on top of construction paper to make hard covers. So I've been a writer. So that's very interesting. So we're going to go into more detail about the book, but I am going to show you guys all at home the book right here. And the name of the book, the title is <laughs> Too Bad You're Going to Hell. That is the name of the book. So my son saw this on my counter and went, Mom, what the hell does that mean? So... 
you want to tell us what it means? Like, I mean, I know what it means. I, I read, you know, I read the back too, but it, there's a little blip here, but I think it sounds better. Why in God's green earth would you name, would you title a book, Too Bad You're Going to Hell? Well, actually, that came from me. I'm and not surprised. Okay. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's real easy because I do readings for a lot of Christian people as well. Right, so you're going so, to So, oh, Terry, oh my God, you're so good. You know, really, you made me feel better. Too bad you're going to hell <laughs> because you're doing the devil's work. Yeah. And I would say, you know, you're right because I was raised Roman Catholic and this is what I was taught. Yeah. And I keep asking God, take it away from me if you don't want me to have this. And he just, he just keep getting busier and busier. So that's, they give me the title. Yeah, well, I kind of assumed that, you know, after the fact, and then I did read the back, so it made a little more sense. But now, I do have to say that I am not a reader, okay? okay? Um, I mean, I'll read, but I'm not like the one, you know how some people like to sit and curl in a ball and read right, a book? Right, right. That's not me. Okay. Um, I had this, and it was sitting, you, you guys sent it to me, Heather contacted me, and I, I had it for, I think, a couple of weeks give or take, and I was like, I really should read this book, because, you know, I need to have a little background here, like, I should know what the hell I'm talking about, and I was like, for some reason, it just wasn't bringing me to it, and I'm like, okay, and I took it with me, I did whatever, and then I started sitting, I sat down, and, and Heather is the cutest thing ever, she put little marks on the book, and told me which and wrote me a note and said, these are the the chapters that I think you should concentrate on, right? So I said, you know, let me look at it. You know, let me go in. So I read a chapter. If you're not a writer, then I like reading people's books that aren't writers <laughs> because it was so easy. Thank you. Thank I felt you. like someone was just talking to me. It didn't feel like a labor, if you will. You know, like, I don't know how to put it. I don't want to put that. I mean, reading is amazing. And, and, you know, my father reads these, you know, all this stuff. And he learns so much. I can't, my brain, I can't quiet myself down enough to read, which I know I should. But this kept me where I was like, oh. And then, and then you know, like, I'm like my 10-year-old. My I'm like, right, how many more pages is to this chapter? You know, <laughs> and I'm looking at it. And it's like, boom, the story goes. Boom, the story goes. And it was as if, and I could hear Terry saying it and you writing it. And I never met neither one of you. Yeah. But I, I, that's what you feel when you read the book. It's just that easy to read. So kudos to you for, you know, like I said, I want to read more non-writers books because <laughs> it was just so easy to read. And it was very interesting because, you know, Terry, you, you speak a lot about your journey and you're, you're, so Heather, you wrote the book for her Correct. basically. So it's her journey and, and it was, and you just put it into words. Yeah. I do have a couple of chapters only cause we've been, uh, related if you will for right. so many years. Um, but it was, it was getting into her head, learning her life story, listening to her readings I right. to become her. <laughs> well, I think no. that you really portrayed that though very well, because like I said, yeah. it really, um, you know, it had that feel to it. And, and so Teresa in the, in the book, you talk about a little bit of everything. You talk about a couple of the readings that you, well, you, there's a couple of readings in there. Um, and then you talk about, uh, you know, your experiences. 
So, um, you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And with me today is uh, Terry, Teresa, Terry, and uh, Heather. And um, so, Terry is a spiritual medium, um, very well known uh, in, in, the, uh, in this neck of the woods. Um, and I think all next to the woods because you do readings um, virtually on as that, well, right? Actually, uh, nationwide. <clears throat> and I picked up the country of Germany. There's a military base in Germany wow. that I do readings for as well. So it's just a matter of time to expand from there. It's and it is. I mean, so you 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 said before, and I think that it. Uh, this is with so many things in life, um, you know, a blessing and a curse. Yeah, it right. Is. So, um, when with the again, I, I want to be clear. You're a medium, so I, I'm going to speak personally right now. So, before the show, Terry did a reading for me and my mother-in-law. And she didn't know our relationship. I don't think I told you she was my mother-in-law. I think I, I don't. Maybe I no, did. You did. Uh, maybe you I did. did. So, um, but that was it. That's yeah. Right. yeah. And so, um, you know, you anybody out there that knows me knows that I never stand behind something I don't believe in. Um, and I've heard a lot about her. And I said, okay. I told, like I said, I knew people. Somebody needed to tell me something, and I knew it had to be my husband. And um, I didn't know what to expect because, you know, when somebody talks to dead people, <laughs> you're like, uh, okay. And, you know, there was like, then other people say things like, um, well, you have to be careful because if you let, you know, if you're letting the spirits you, in. You have to know how to protect. Yes. You have to know. Right. So now, you know, that's what a lot of people will say, you know, well, you can't, you don't mess with that. That's probably why you're going to hell. Okay. You don't mess with that because now you're bringing, you know, if they're coming through, so is everybody else. So how do you, um, like, what do you say to somebody that thinks that, like, now you're bringing the devil into their okay, orbit? Okay, so I've been doing this 62 years in one shape or form because when I was three, spirit would come to me and play with me because mm -hmm. they weren't giving me messages then. You're showing up at a three-year-old's playground you're gonna have to play with which me. is which is one of the chapters right the lady in white The lady in white yeah I didn't find out who she was until years later so that's how spirit works because they're mirror image of us so when you're mm -hmm. in body form we'll ask a question we'd like to have an answer right spirit because they're mirror form they give me the answer I have to figure out the question, the question. or get the clarity hmm. all I know is I'm dealing with a lady in a white gown Okay. It wasn't until I was an adult that I found out that my aunt, who passed a couple of months before I was born, was buried in her wedding dress. She was only like 25 or 26 years old. So then, oh, all right, there's my clarity. Right. And because of that... Which only took you 30 years or so. How long did it take <laughs> you to get that clarity? Oh, yeah. No, I was an adult maybe in yeah. my 40s. That's so crazy. So you thought you years. were... So now, so I don't want to interrupt you, but to stop you in that... so. Do you just think you're crazy? Like, you know, like, I mean, what do you, how, what do you do with that? Like, okay, I see this person in white. So now, okay. let me ask you this question. Yeah. So if you're raised 
it, like in other words, like we're all used to certain things, right? right? Mm-hmm. So if you're raised in a household where everybody curses, you're used to hearing curse words. Correct. So like if you're living your life and you got all these dead people talking to you, no one do you realize, but do you realize, like did you know like that that was different? Like when did I'll you, tell you, you when. know what I mean? Yes. So when I went to school, ah, elementary school. Elementary. So, yes. So, so that's, I, that's yes. still you older. I was like five, maybe six years old. Okay. And there was a little girl standing in front of the classroom, and I'm thinking, why isn't the teacher telling her she can sit down? Oh, shit. And I would look, and no one else seemed to look at her. Right. So I kept it to, to yourself. And I said, uh. So that's when I knew, mm. uh-oh, something's different, but... I never had a bad feeling about any spirit that came to visit me. So I just kept it quiet. Did you tell your, like, no. did your family? No. So you never told one no. human soul that? No. Actually, what happened was when I, so I was raised in the Bronx, and I used to go up in the attic. And in the attic was this beautiful woman who would come to me. I used to call her the lady in white. Mm-hmm. And the Virgin Mother, actually. Mm. Because then we used to have a step Bronx Italian. If you don't have the Madonna, you're going to hell. <laughs> well, you're already well, going, going to hell. You're going to hell. God, you take, in a handbasket. You'll go to hell in a handbasket. Um, so she would come to me as well and, and give me messages. Huh. It wasn't until we moved from the Bronx, and I was about nine years old, we went. We still had to go down for the holidays. Right. All right. If you don't go, then you know they're right. gonna disown you. The whole right. thing. Right. Right. And my grandmother at the time was watching a show. It was around Easter time, and there was a lady in white. She was a bride. Mm. She was getting married outside, and the gentleman had a little girl. He had a daughter from a previous marriage. The wife died. Okay. So now what happened was the little girl, after the marriage, wants to run up to this lady and say, oh, you're my new mommy. All you saw was the back of her hands. I thought she was going to hug this little girl. Yeah, that's one of the chapters. Yeah, she dug her nails into her. What is that? What did that mean? I didn't understand that. So the woman only married, the woman didn't marry the man to be her mother. Ah. The woman actually must have been a stepmother, like Cinderella's stepmother, oh. and so maybe she considered the little the... girl was in her way, ah. so she could hurt her. Uh, but ooh. what that did to me was, oh my God, the lady in white upstairs, and I looked at my grandmother, and she must have been able to read my mind. Hmm. She says, no, 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 that woman will never hurt you upstairs, that's your Aunt Tessie. And that's when I learned her name. Because hmm. I was too young. I was yeah. three years old. Yeah. Um, and I never went back upstairs because huh. that, that show really scared me. But she came to me later on in life. Yeah. But um, That has to be, like, I, I mean, so many of us, don't you think everyone has a gift? Absolutely. Yep. Right? So, like, so many of us, like, but a lot of people push things under, like, Oh, it, like like a coincidence, like or your a, imagination, right? Your, your imagination, the, yeah. definitely you your imagination. And don't get me wrong, my imagination is very good. But you know, you know, sometimes you just know, you know, you know certain things. That's the thing, you know it. There's a, it could be a full second of knowing. 
That's how you know it's not your imagination. But now, do you, what would you say, though, like, so everybody, there is no one on this planet that does not have that gift. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. So why do you know? I mean, you might yes. not know. Why okay. is it that some people have it, you know, it, like, to you, I mean, to your degree where, I mean, you can, it's crazy to me that you can be, like, on a video chat or something and pick up. Like, and I mean, it's just crazy that, that, you know, because it's energy. It's energy. Well, it's energy. energy goes right everywhere. everywhere. Right. And, right. But you have to realize we're only using less than 10% of our brain. Yeah. So that we all have the capability of being surgeons and being singers. Um, but we don't enhance that. Right. Because that's not what our life experience has brought to us. Right. Without me knowing. And this gift is totally genetic. Hmm. So that's what my family was infamous for. Without me knowing, no one ever spoke about it to me because I yes, was too young. See, like I never told my children either until they were adults. That's and that stinks that no one um, that that no one tells you these things. There, we're we're doing Facebook Live, and I just want to make sure that uh, we are still on. Yeah, this happens though. Uh, for some reason, it'll say it's trying to reconnect. But I see things. Guys, shoot me some likes if you're uh, connected to Facebook Live so that I know that we're still on. I think, um, I don't know if it's frozen or not. You, I see something happen, and I just want to make sure that we're still on there. I think we are. I didn't mean, and you're right, it could be the spirits uh, that are that are definitely interfering. Uh, okay, I see the likes, which means that okay, we're still cool. good. It, for some reason, it happened. They said that every time I was writing the book, I would have two phones, a computer in front of me, my TV's going crazy, my phones start buffering, I can't get the computer connected. I'd have to call her and go, Terry, control your spirits. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, my, my program would pop right up and my phones are working. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? And I mean, even just... Even something so, well, and again, it's energy, right? So the planets, right? So now we had this big retrograde go on like a week or two ago, maybe two weeks ago, right? So I've had my car for two years. All of a sudden, the freaking entire computer in my car just shut off. I mean, the car was driving, but the computer just shut off. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Happened six times in a 10-minute drive. Never, wow. ever happened wow. to me before. Wow. So I said, huh, I wonder what the hell is going on with that. And my son goes, well, Mommy, it's probably, you know, re the retrograde. And they say that it interrupts, you know, things like this. So there's, yeah, the energy yeah. And, and everything. And I don't know, I think I'm Plus, a lot of energy. we also did a reading in this room. Yeah, but prior. this has, but and not to take away from that, but I think this room, they, I... My, I've had visitors in here a lot. So, um, but I, I have noticed that it happens on, on here for some reason. And people are, um, we're still on. So thank you for okay. the, the feedback from you guys. Um, yeah, see, but that's crazy, right? And that's why, the, no coincidence. So anyway, we, we, I got sidetracked and forgive me. That's fine. Um, so we're, we're, we were, um, the lady in white, we, the nails, we, we finished that story, right? Did we finish all that? Yep. And that is actually in the book as well. Um, so I knew that little, you know, passage. Um, so now, Heather, how, what has this experience been with you? Are you gifted or? I am. I'm gifted different than her because everybody does have different gifts. 
Um, so just to bring out even some of them, I mean, I've, I've never met anybody like her. But I was raised, um, I was raised by a, a Christian and Episcopalian that let me choose my own religion. Okay. They kind of just taught me everything about the world and said, you know, pick your path. And uh, I remember being younger and walking into my mom's room because I saw that little girl in the, po in the polka dot dress. And my mom would go, well, it might have been a ghost and don't talk to it because not all ghosts are good. And you don't want it to follow you, so go back to bed. But there's a difference yes. between a now ghost and a spirit. <laughs> Big difference. Oh, okay. What, is, what does that okay. mean? Okay. So a ghost was always human. So it means that for some reason... Wait a minute, what do you mean a ghost was always human? Okay, okay, okay. It gets okay. weirder from here. Sorry, yeah. oh great, okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So it could just be someone that maybe I don't want to go toward the light. Maybe I have oh. uh, I'm, I have an addictive personality or I'm attached to something materialistic on earth. Okay. Or I'm afraid to go to the light because of what right. maybe I did in my life. Right. A spirit, though. Okay. Sometimes they could be human. You, we become spirits after we pass. We're right. no longer human. Right. Or we could be a spirit that we were never human, like the archangels, the angels. Okay. They were sp they're spirits. They okay. were never human. Okay. Okay? So there's a difference. Huh. So a ghost is grounded to the earth. Ah. A spirit comes and goes as it wishes. Okay. Because it already went through the life review. So now, um, so like we talk about souls. Correct. Um, I had someone on the show that that you know was a healer and did soul to soul, um, mm -hmm. you know, healing and connections. So what is that like? Do you so when we say spirit, is your spirit your soul? soul? Correct. Okay. So no, I didn't know if that was a different. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So so basically, we can all connect to each other's spirits, right? We can. Well, they'll come in the form of either a gut instinct or like, you know, for some reason, I just don't like this person. Right. That's your energy saying to you, this energy is not good for you, so keep distance. Right. Which, so that's another form of communication from the yeah, other side. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think. See, you know, a lot of us, we, we, we rationalize. Right, your brain has nothing right. to do with problem. Yeah. Right, because that's the human <laughs> yeah. part of us, yeah. right? Yeah. So we rationalize because that has to make sense. Oh, I just saw this light go by. Oh, it had to be a car that just drove. Right, right, oh, right. it had to be, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, I people think you're crazy, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you say certain things. I mean, people think you're crazy. Okay. And right, and and I always say my 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 late husband used to always say, you got to be the right kind of crazy. And so I kind of live my life like I try to meet all the right kind of crazy people because somehow or another, see, like I just saw something just now. I don't know if you, I don't know no, what I just happened. I thought maybe the thing went out. I don't know. Something just pulled me and I was like, wait, what? Um, but, you know, and, and so people don't, and do, do, do you find, do like, um, does anything happen or as life goes on, mm -hmm. do, do these things come out more do we nurture it do does it just keep coming if you don't let it come in does do you stop you it you can block it mm -hmm. you can block it by using your brain right. saying oh my god it's just your imagination or by being afraid because i was yes. blocked when i first met terry uh -huh. after our initial meeting she says all right you need a reading and she starts doing her thing and she says wow you're 30 years old and you're still scared of the dark and i went you can see that but it was it was just being afraid of it the fact that i did see visions and i did see things and it scared me so I shut it out. So wait a second. I'm, I, I mean, I'm listening to what you're saying, but now I remember, so when 
I was talking to you, Terry, beforehand, and we were talking about you doing the reading before the show. Mm -hmm. You said to me, this is not a psychic reading. Right. You know, it's a spiritual, you know, it's, it's a spirit medium. Yeah. medium. Mm -hmm. So how did you pick up on the fact that she was afraid of the dark? Because Who told you? one of her spirits. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because that would be a current event anyway. I'm afraid of the dark. It's not something that's going to happen. Right. You are, so I pick up the energy. Okay. And I was like beyond afraid. It wasn't like one of those, oh, I don't like being in the room. It was like, I will reach my hand around and turn the light on and make my grandmother walk up three flights of stairs if I had to go in the attic. Yeah. And yeah, I get that. I get that. You guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And tonight my guest is... Terry, who is a spiritual medium, and Heather, who is the author of her, or written by, what, do I say author? I don't even, okay. I like author. Let's author. Know author. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I, you know, I'm bad. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to call nobody the wrong names. God forbid. <laughs> so, uh, the author, the book is written by Heather, um, and uh, it, it's, it, like, it, uh, to me, like I said, I would definitely, you know, buy this book for everybody that's out there watching and listening. It's called Too Bad You're Going to Hell, which is a very interesting um, title indeed. Um, but as Terry uh, told us, coming from a, a Catholic background, you know, when you talk to dead people, you're going to hell. So, right? And it's a matter of perspective because... Yeah, of course. So I was given the image of what the book cover had to look like. Uh -huh. So you see this, it looks like the flames of hell. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. But it looks like a flower. It is me. a flower. Ah, see? So inside, see? You all you saw was the, the top of yeah, the petals. Yeah, I don't know, but I knew, yeah. And then the field yeah. of flowers. But see, what I, I didn't, didn't know, that. you want to hear where, where my shock came in. Okay. You ready? Ready. Do so you know this was the eye of God in astronomy? Did you uh, look up? I did, right? Remember? Mm -hmm. Didn't know. Huh. I looked it up. I said, they said, how did you know, how did you get the eye of God in there? I go, what are you talking about? That's the eye of God. I go, no, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. They, they pulled it up on the computer for me. I said, oh, my God. So even that's not a coincidence. Nothing is. Well, you know what? And, 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 and that's something I want to, look, on, on the show, on anything, right? We always try, you always try to keep politics and religion Correct. out of conversations because you lose people. Right. But in terms of a spiritual being, mm -hmm. when we use the word God, and, you know, I, yes. I want to know, it means just like a, a greater, higher being. Yeah, a right. higher being. It yeah. doesn't mean a Catholic no, God. No, 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 no. It doesn't mean a Jewish God. No. It doesn't mean a Your God whatever. And my God. Right. It's, it's just a, it's a higher, higher being. being. Correct. And so I think that a lot of times, because religion, especially depending, like I mean, for instance, my late husband w went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. He felt that the Catholic Church was the biggest farce going okay. because he felt that they shoved it down your throat. Fear um, and, Right. And they were beating kids, I mean, which nobody does anymore, but, you know, the, the nuns would beat the crap out of them and all of that, and he didn't believe in that and felt like, you know, he said, I would never want my son, you know, to, to go, you know, to that. What's with religion, I find it negates the intimacy with the higher being. So, for example, I okay, see. yeah, let's pretend, let's pretend that you're going to a school, and the school represents the church. It's not a church; it's just a school, right? But the school is in the middle of the forest. 
Okay. And what's today's lesson, boys and girls? We're going to learn about nature. They're teaching, they're feeding facts to your brain. That's right. religion. Right. Any religion. Right. If you just went outside and experienced the woods that the school is located in, mm. you could see it, you could smell it, you could touch it. Yeah. It becomes part of you. Yeah. That's spirituality. Yeah. That, that makes and that's, that's what a good I mean analogy. By, I like by, that. Well, I was given that. I'm not yeah. that smart. So, <laughs> no, seriously, they put all these images in my mind. No. That's uh, so that's what God is. Yeah. It's just something it's bigger. Your, and, yes. And that's the thing. Like, I always say, I don't care if you worship a rock. Yeah. If that rock, believe in something. something. We all have to believe in something because you know what? Everybody's got a story. We've all been through things that we don't know how we're going to come back from, right? So if you worship a rock and that rock brings you, you know, uh, a peace yeah. or anything, then worship the goddamn rock. Like, I don't care, you know, whatever it is, you have to believe in something, yeah. right? Because that's what grounds you. Correct. Right? Because if you don't, then it's just total anarchy. And yes, you're right. What happens is, is that a lot of what we are as humans are what we are taught. Correct. Facts. Not necessarily what we feel, right? but what we were told to feel, Correct. what we were molded to do. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, especially as parents, right? You're a parent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we want our children to become successful beings, right? So we're pushing them in a direction, right? right? right. And, and so I know I'm conscious of trying not I mean, I'm a pusher, so I'm trying not to push him too much because I want to make sure that that's what he feels. So, like, I have to stop myself sometimes and go, well, what do you think you about this? You have to this? hear what they're saying. I just posted something the other day, and it said, you need listen, and don't listen to respond, listen to hear. Correct. And I always say that to people, you must listen, because if you listen, you will learn everything you need to know, but most people do not listen because they know everything. Right. So when you know everything, you can't possibly know more. If you know you don't know shit, then you can grow. Then maybe yeah. you can grow, right? right? Like we were just talking about when you did the reading, you, they're not even your words. No. They're not even your words. So, you know, I know that there are people, and, and I think you wrote about this in the book as well, unless my brain is playing tricks on me. Um, when you go for a reading, like let's say at a carnival or something like that, they give you very generic yes. instances, in general, right? right? Yes, and right. so like all of us, you know, it could be, oh, I see, you know, you lost someone close to you. No shit, Dick Tracy. We all have. Yeah. I'm getting, uh, I, I'm, I'm hearing something, uh, maybe an L or a, you know, M because it's a popular name, right? right? right. So they're like, oh yeah, Larry, Larry. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah. So, you know, there's certain propaganda, I think, that Correct. goes along Absolutely. with it, right? Absolutely. And and But you, I asked you a question after the reading, and I, I mentioned the name to you, and you looked at me like I was crazy. And, yeah, I never remember. Right. So, but that's the whole thing is that that's how you know you're not full of shit. Because when somebody else is taught, they're giving you the words. Yes. Because I even looked at your face 
during, so it was a funny thing at the end of the session. Now, my mother-in-law was with me during the session. And my husband was trying to talk to be both of us. Yeah, but he was trying to be delicate. And he was <laughs> trying, and he's not a delicate person by any means. And he was a scutch the whole time, right? He was breaking balls the whole time. So at the end of the session, Terry says to me, are you thinking about getting a tattoo? And I said, yeah, I was thinking about it, but for a while, I haven't, I put it kind of like in the back burner. I was going to do it when he passed. I, I just was trying to find the right thing. So she just looked at me with these, like, these eyes, like she wanted <laughs> to say something, but she wasn't going to. So now I'm saying, I'm looking at her, I go, what is he saying? I know he's saying something, and, and because my mother-in-law <laughs> is in the room, I'm assuming that maybe he doesn't want to say, although he didn't give a shit. He used to say whatever in front of her too, but I knew it. So Terry had this look on her face and I go, she goes, it's something intimate. And I go, well, I have his lips on my ass. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, that's it. And she's like, well, it was in an intimate place. Like you're not walking down the street and everybody could see right, it. Right. So when but that confirmed, that's another conference. See, that's my rule. Right. You cannot just show up during a reading for the spirits. They have to keep confirming it's them right. by either telling me about current events or memories. Right. Because I will go out and test mediums and psychics. So I had this one woman. Huh. This is funny. That I ended up holding the corner of the table to stop myself from putting Choking her head through the wall. Uh, so you were my wrong. first yeah, my first name is not Saint. It's just Terry. <laughs> so I'm 65. You ready? And I gave her, before I made the appointment, my full name on purpose. Ah, okay. You got Google. All right. Um, do you have a, a grandmother on the other side? I said, yeah, she'd be 100. It, you know. All right. Uh, your grandmother says, now, now, Terry, don't be like that. I go, wait, wait, wait. What did my grandmother say? She doesn't want you to be like that. I go, yeah, but what did she call me? Terry, isn't that your name? I go... Yeah, that's my name for you. But my family didn't know me as Terry. They knew me as Teresa. Right. And she says, oh, it doesn't matter. So I said, well, to me it does, but go ahead. So she said, I see images of you visiting cemeteries. <laughs> now, I was on the TV and in the New York Times because I was known as the cemetery visitor. Oh, Because okay. seven years after my father passed, I would go visit him, and I would walk the cemetery. It's beautiful, Gate of Heaven. It's, be it's very peaceful. Okay. Okay. And I would hear my dad in my head saying, Jesus, because this was his thing, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, <laughs> Teresa. You're here again. And I'm looking, and I'm saying, because I always test myself, too. Right. Is anyone else hearing this? No one's hearing it. Maybe it's my imagination. <laughs> right. I'll always do that. Right. I make it to his site, and he said to me, you need to do this for other people. Hmm. I go, what do you mean? He goes, people move away, or maybe someone's going to be on vacation. It might be their mother's birthday. You might be able to deliver flowers to the grave. So I wasn't going there to mourn. I was just going there as a landscaper. Okay. Okay. So I put the ad in the paper and everything. So it was in the New York Times. It was on the news channels. She must have Google because if you Google my name, mm, yeah, it, that come right that, that pops up. Mm. So now I already know. You know, you have a lot of nerve 
taking money from people and mm -hmm. dealing with their vulnerability and their pain. Yeah. So her picture had to go in my freezer because I'll put <laughs> pictures in the freezer. What? So oh, yeah. That's just damage control. So no huh. one can hurt anyone anymore. It doesn't huh. hurt them. I, I don't do any That's black interesting. Magic. But people can send you bad thoughts. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Up, right? Yeah. So you just put their picture in the freezer and it Jesus. stops their... I'll have no room in my I freezer know. at this point then. I know people that do it in jars, too. Yeah. It's yeah. a freezer jar. That's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. yeah. To all my well, pagans and witches that are on Facebook. So, so you knew she was full of shit. I knew it right then. And right. Then. So the, that's what I'm saying. So it was just... I, I found it... You know, I, I can... You know, your face... Like I said, you could... T you knew somebody was taught like you was knew somebody was talking to you and actually you went to say something to me and you were like you know and then you were like michelle and oh, it wasn't yes, the yes, same thing but yes. you were saying something else you went you know and then you were like michelle who yeah. the hell who's michelle and 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 you were like i don't even remember what i was just gonna say to you who's michelle yeah, because i heard right. the name fly over but you could head. see it was like you know, like there was a conversation going on and we didn't know what, right, right. who you were talking to. <laughs> so it was just, and then the look on your face, because, you know, I mean, my husband, obviously, he he was the one or, that organized the entire the thing. thing. First right. one in. He was the only one in with mom. Oh, yeah. the first one with mom. Well, wait a minute. He was taken with his own good looks because I kept saying, <laughs> who's Fabio? <laughs> I keep saying Fabio. Fabio. Yep. And I, I was laughing because I kept my mouth shut. You know, I didn't, you know, it was, you, it's hard to, 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 especially me. I can't, my face says everything. You put on your poker face. Right? So my face says everything. But energetically, I can shut myself down. So, like, if I go to somebody, eight times out of ten, they can't read me. Because really? I don't, yeah, I don't trust them. So, like, unless it, like, I knew you, were you you know, I was okay. And I didn't feel anything, so I was all right. But I've gone for readings, and they're like, I can't get nothing. I mean, maybe, and, and they other people went to them, I, which is stupid on my end, right? Like, why am I, but I felt like if you knew, you would know. So, you know, like, and it was just so... It was just funny watching, you know, your face, and I could see that you, all these things, you know, were, were coming through on your face, and you, and you were smirking, like, you, you didn't know how to get, like, right. you were watching the way you were saying it, and I know that he, he was being a scutch, so, like, <laughs> you could tell that you were trying to filter it a little bit. I was. I know. Because he gave me the full image. I bet. And that's part of telepathic communication. They'll put images in my mind or run a movie in my head. Yeah. The movie and the image he had was in a place where no one would see this normally, this right. tattoo. And I didn't know oh, how okay. to say it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So he was just letting you know yeah. that. Yeah. And so uh, you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And we are talking to Terry, who is a spiritual medium, and her author and writer, uh, Heather Stone. And uh, we are talking about uh, the, that whole world, if you will. And it was just, again, as I say to people, and I started talking about this, and we just keep going off on different things, you know, Terry was 
good enough to read me and my mother-in-law beforehand. I, I wasn't sure about us doing it together because I wasn't sure. But me and my mother-in-law, you know, she's like a mother to me. So I don't really, I mean, I don't have anything to hide from anybody, but... Well, yeah, they're not going to throw you under the bus. They'll put a black curtain down. Yeah, that's, that's they, actually they a, a common I see so many people that are terrified to get a reading done with Terry because they don't want that embarrassing to come out. Or they don't want that story to come out that they don't want their mom to know. But even uh, I, I've been with my cousin when Terry, you know, to talk about chapter two and all of a sudden Terry goes, oh, there's a black cloth and I already know what's going on and my cousin had a secret and uh, things are better now. But they won't embarrass you. They know you don't want, you know, you're it out in the open. And so, so it's don't a, be afraid. And it's, so it's a very interesting thing. And, and I said to them after we did the reading and we all had to go pee. Um, you know, I said, you know, I was even the dog and I, you know, I'm not, you look, I'm as honest as they come. I'm real. And I was very, um, I'm not, I don't even know the right, I don't think there's a vocabulary word for what I was feeling because it was so many different emotions, right? So I'm having you come and I'm looking forward to us, you know, doing the show but I also knew you were going to do the reading and I knew that I was going to hear from my husband today. It, it, you can't put that into words what that feels like because I knew damn well that no one else was coming in but him. Which he pretty much allowed people to speak, yeah, yeah, right, but bit, he yeah. just was like, "All right, keep it moving. Yeah. You know, this is my time. You know, this is my mother. This is my wife." Along with the mother, how funny that he called her Maria Barone, which meant something, right, for the family, right. So it was. What was interesting, though, is that so to to what Terry was saying is that she liked she needs to legitimize who's speaking to her. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So she starts off the, um, the, the, the session with what why is August coming through? And why is the number two coming through? And my husband died on August 2nd. Why is February uh, coming, um, February, is something in February, something again with the two? My son's birthday. November. Why? Why is November my anniversary? So those three, three months. Only those three. three right. Those three months. Right. So I don't know about you. I mean, I just got chills down my body. That was crazy because she mentioned those three months are my life. Honestly, yeah. it, it, those. That's my life. It was my two of my happiest, greatest joys ever. And the worst day ever. Yeah. So, you know, to encapsulate that, I mean, it was just crazy. So right there, right you the already... <laughs> right, so like right off the bat, you already know because, you know, I, I lent, I mean, you could have... you Even if you Googled everything about me, you yeah, know, you find you, it's what was still said. too, you know, it, you wouldn't, you know, so, so right there, you know somebody's saying something. Does that mean your tattoos on the internet? <laughs> yeah right no my tattoo is not on the internet um and so the funny story about that was what i was saying was we met when we were 21 years old we were together until we were like 26 and you know we we loved each other but were killing each other living together we broke up for a couple of years and then we got back together again and like he proposed to me because he said you know this is it so 
I told him he was going to be kissing my ass for the rest of his life. So I put lip liner and lipstick on him. And we went to the tattoo oh, place. Literally. Literally his <laughs> lips on my ass. I said, you will be kissing my ass the rest of your life. So I, I, he had the, everything and he kissed the, the paper or whatever. They created the transfer after the show. I'll show you my touch. And and it is his actual lips wow. on my so ass. So means more than what I thought. This is before you walked down the aisle? Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This was when we got back together again, and you know, and that was that. And then, and then, you know, I didn't even think because it didn't pertain to me. But he had a tattoo on his leg. He called it his bratty angel. So he had a tattoo on his leg from here to here, and from on, you know, from the top of the thigh to the knee for all of my radio people. And um, we went to a place on Mars Park, oh. in the Bronx, <laughs> and. Um, I'm looking at it, and he does the outline or whatever, and they took a break because he was in agonizing pain. And I look at it, and I go, you know, that looks so much like me when I was younger. So he looks at me with this face, right? Like, really? So I'm, like, looking, and he goes, that is you. And I was like, what? How the hell did he do that? So the guy, now, I don't miss much. This guy was obviously checking me out enough to draw my face on my husband's leg and that was my surprise he didn't tell me what was going on so he wow. called me his bratty angel oh. so it's my face and my hand the hands were like crossed like this with a pout and the big fairy it was big fairy um angel wings, wings on a on a lily pad wow so i wonder if that you know I don't think that had anything no, to do with it, it because it was just he was talking about my ass. Yeah, go figure. The, yeah, the intimate. Place. Go figure. No one would see it. Right. Go figure. So yeah. So that's funny. But it was. It's just you know I was um, like I said I don't know the word. It's it's a crazy thing, but it's not like you were just saying. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's not um, gloom and doom. It it it's none of those things. It's just communication. Right? It's a different type of communication because scientifically, right. energy never dies. Right. That's proven in the science world. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. So scientifically, energy doesn't die. So I don't know if you would know the answer to this question. I always think that love is eternal. That's energy. So love is energy? Absolutely. So, so would you... Your emotions give off energy. So is that why... Even though, like, you know, he, he, so, for instance, in my situation that, you know, my husband is, you know, has passed, mm-hmm. but the love is died. there. Yeah, so absolutely. he's always with me. You absolutely. told me he's going with me to a party in another couple of weeks. Yeah, because he said he was going where there was going to be music and dancing. And you and at first was, ah, oh, I don't know. And yeah. then you realize it's 16. Yeah, I'm going to a sweet yeah. 16, and I guess I have a date. You do. See, I like to think about it um, like if, if, I mean, we're all moms. I have a son, too. And if you How think about it, son? my son's 14. 14. 14. Wow, and he's right. listening in and probably really, really embarrassed. Oh, yeah, so, hey, why? Jane. You don't have to be embarrassed. Your mom's awesome. 
But if you think about, like I've always told him, you know, if I was to pass, then, you know, mommy's always going to look out for, for her kid, yeah. you know, and that love is never going to die. Whether my son has a kid or whether he's born again in the next life or a next life after that, the love between a mother and a child is never going to die. So when I start to feel like either nervous or, or something like that, I just remember that I, I, I believe in reincarnation. So I just hmm. believe that I'm within the light of all the moms that I've ever had. Hmm. And, and the same thing with, I mean, if you believe in reincarnation, your husband could have been your husband this life, your son another life, your father a different life, but the love hmm. is the, it, eternal. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it, it's a hard, um, it's, it's a realm, you know what I mean? And it's such, I think it means something different to all of us. And I haven't grasped that. Like, for instance, when I was, and I, I guess I still feel this way, I always had a fear of death. And... I never understood why we live to die. So, like, and I'm 49, and I still, when I the words come out, my stomach, I get a knot in my stomach. I don't, I don't know why. Did you, you're smiling. Do you yeah, have a, you have an answer okay. to that? Yeah. Okay. See, see, I knew it. I can tell. All I gotta do is look at you, and I already know. Okay. First of all, you in another, and I, the reason why I believe in reincarnation, okay, because. There's a spiritual reason, there's a religious reading, reason as well, okay? The Godhead, God, remember it is. This, Earth is known as school. We come here to perfect our souls. Our souls are eternal. That's where the love always resides. Okay. Because they're part of your perfection. Okay. So I liken it to this. Years ago, um, we used to have in school Relay races, they were called. Yeah, of course. Okay. They so, thought before the Common Core. <laughs> yes, way before. They can take a test on the race, but they're not allowed to be in it. Yeah. So my son, I have a special son, and he's 42 years old. I have another son, and my daughter, and all my grandchildren. But he had a hard time in physical activities. Okay. So I would stand on this, well, stand on the guideline, um, um, the line, the sidelines, right. and I would run with them. Come on, Anthony, you could do it. You could do it. Come on, Anthony, just okay. right. That's not God with us. He's saying, listen, huh. I'm sending you down there for school. You could do it. And if we happen to pass before we achieve perfection, you know what he tells us? Don't worry about it. You can do it. Let's go. Let's try it again. Huh. Until we're perfect and we can stay up there. Huh. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Huh. So that's the image that they, because I would travel, and this is why I don't drink. I don't drink at all. I don't smoke funny cigarettes because I have to. I'm sorry to hear that. No, yeah, I'm kidding. I know, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm teasing. I ha oh, you should see my life. Like, I'll be in stores and I'll see more dead people than I do. I can't. So I, I have to I, be able I, yeah, to tell to, the difference. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. Yeah, you know. We drink to get on that level. <laughs> no, I yes. drink to get the hell off that level. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what? And it is. And it will drain your energy as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it's energy to energy. And so I'm, I need some of your energy because mm. this, so the, where they reside, uh -huh. so if you put a, a table fan on, okay. you put it on the slowest speed, yeah. you see every spoke. That's okay. us. Okay? Okay. But when you pass, oh, sorry, when you pass, that's like putting that fan on the highest spoke because they reside at least huh. three feet above us. You don't know where one spoke ends, the other one starts, is it going clockwise, is it going counterclockwise, that's them. Huh. So during a reading, or during picking up energy, it doesn't have to be within a formal reading. Uh -huh. Like, you know when I said, 
oh, somebody's energy can just drain you, you know, yeah. to go there. Yeah. That's what happens. Because without you knowing it, if you're an empath, mm. your energy is starting to lift anyway. Mm -hmm. They're slowing down so they can meet you in the middle. It's exhausting. Mm. So that's what happens. Mm. So energy is defined many, many different ways. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you said something, uh, I think, when we first were talking, and, and I think during the reading, if I'm not mistaken, and I think it was something to the effect of, uh, I don't remember, I, I always say, after, after losing uh, my husband, I always say this is purgatory. Um, and you said something similar to that. Um, I don't remember the exact words that you used. Well, purgatory is a religious term. Okay. I'm, I'm not against religion. Well, I meant so like I between heaven and hell. Like yes. I meant like when, when I say purgatory, I don't mean it in it's, a religious It's almost like a train station. Yeah. Oh, you know, we're going to the depot. We just don't know where we're going. Okay. So there are times I have to actually clean a house, meaning of spirits. Yeah. Because there might be an active portal. Yeah, and people experience that like, oh, I can't go in this room where I get ahead. Right. I can't go in here. I'm right. too tired. Right. So I have to kind of close the portal, and I always bring Archangel Michael with me because he's the protector. Yeah, you have to know what you're doing. Yeah. So that's why the Ouija boards or tarot cards, if the person Ouija board, I just I yeah. don't like no. tarot card. If the person is not experienced enough to know how to protect, energies can come through. Yeah, I've heard that. So you have to be careful. For me, because it's been a lifelong journey for me, I will get, in less than a second, a slight headache right here and nauseous. Now I know there's a heavy energy. Mm. So now I have to deal with this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's draining of energy. Even if you're interacting on the higher level, yeah. it can be draining sure, as well. Sure, of course. Of course. I mean, and that's... But I just... I guess that, that what I mean is that I think that, you know, this, this realm is, is very tricky. It is. This Most realm is very school. tricky. And, yeah. and so, in, in, you know, I've had people say to me, you know, like they say only the good die young, right? So, you know, I've had people say to me, well, you know what, um, you know, your husband was needed, you know, to do more there than here. Like, you know, physical, like he, I guess they say like he, I guess his spirit had more to do um, and needed to be free as opposed to when he was here on earth and I guess he was being held down. I don't know. This is what people have said to me. I don't know what that well, means. Well, okay. So with that, because I'm a fountain of information with this only because my aunt took me by my hand when I was younger and took me to heaven. Okay. To so this was the lady in white. The yeah. lady in white. Okay. So you write uh, a life path. So when we're up on the other side, like we'll forget certain things about earth when we're there, and we'll forget certain things about heaven when we're here. If we remember the heaven, we'll sit in the corner and wait to die. Yeah, okay. sure. So now, we're very safe where we are. And one of the things we forget about heaven is their time is different than ours. Yeah. So he said, let's say God or whomever said to me, listen, you need to perfect this mothering because you really were a crappy mother. And I'm, okay, God, so this is what I'm going to do. So we have all these things, these benchmarks, and we have five exit points. We choose one of five, hmm. okay, exit points okay. when we want to leave. <laughs> so your husband, for some reason, he must have said, he wrote it in his path. Hmm. All right, so this is when I, I'm going to go. Hmm. 
we won't know until we're back up there what right. the reason is because yeah. logically, again, you're using the brain. Yeah. You're not going to understand that. You're not going to, oh, don't tell me this. Don't. I'm telling you. Now, when we're up there, they'll say, listen, it's only going to take you five minutes to do all of this. Mm. That is the truth. Yeah. But it's expressed down here in 70 years, 80 right. years, 40, whatever it is. Right. So we're not, a, that is the truth. Yeah. Not this. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that. I, I guess I'm a lot smarter than I thought because um, I I had said after losing him, you know, so many of us, we go through things, we lose people, right? Mm -hmm. And we and everybody is always, why? Why did this happen? Why me? Why? And somehow or another, it was the what that I kept, because I knew I wasn't going to know the why. We're never going to know why, yeah. okay? So it's the what. And that's when I try to be conscious and try to change my life, if you will, because there was a what. And what was I, what am I supposed to learn from this? Yeah. What am I supposed to get from this? Because why, you know, it, it sucks, right? Yeah. We don't know why. So what? So a lot of us get handed things that we don't, want or like or need and what are you going to do with it are you going to do something to better yourself or to maybe make the world a better place or are you going to just keep asking why right because we're, right. we're not going to get that answer no so i i think that you know i i got that message somehow some way and and i just and even like you were just saying you know people write their own uh you know destinies, destinies. and so i i always say that i was his forever but i guess he wasn't my forever I mean, he's my forever, yeah, of is. course, yeah, yeah. because I don't believe that love ever dies. Correct. But um, it, it's it, it's it's a different, you know. His forever, his time was shorter, yeah. and so you know, as much as as we want these them with us here on Earth, we are still blessed to still have them with us, right? Mm -hmm. That's what people don't realize is the world, our world, and their world. It's so close, so close. And how many of us have a vision or have a thought or think about somebody we haven't thought about and then all of a sudden your phone rings and you look down and you go, oh, it must be just a coincidence. Right. You know, that's actually how my powers are different than hers. I'm just kind of coming into my, my psychicness, if you will, and mine are instantaneous. I have a thought about somebody, my phone rings. I have a thought about somebody, my doorbell rings. Whereas she can give you stories from forever ago. <laughs> right. Well, because they're just different. Like you said, everybody has a different gift. So, which I find fascinating. Like, you know, I, I would be, I could see the three of us hanging out and oh it would be God. hysterical, <laughs> especially because she don't drink. So me and you, I'll be like, I'll be, we'll be slamming down like a freaking Cosmo or, or something. And like the three of us will be like, she'll be talking to dead people. You know, I'll Absolutely. see shit moving and, and you'll be, you'll get phone calls and. I mean, it would be hysterical. And it's fun. You know, you have to be light about these things. Like, I'm making fun. I'm joking around because, you know what? People get so funky about this, yeah. right? There's nothing to get funky about. This is life. This is energy. Whether you believe whatever the hell you believe in, you see it in front of you. It happens. There are signs. People may choose not to see them, but there are signs. And there are good people in this world that can help with those signs. So somebody like... 
Terry, if you have someone that has passed on and you need to know, you know, sometimes the greatest gift we can have is knowing they're good. Yes. Right? Yes, that so, gives you the comfort. Right, because yeah. so many of us probably think, like you said, we they don't feel pain. No. You just said if you knew what heaven felt like, you'd sit in the corner and wait to die. Correct. Right? So, like, that's where we want to be. Event, like, we Eventually want to we feel that. Either. Right? Yeah. Right? That's nirvana. Yeah. So, you know, we all want to to feel that type of comfort and, and connection. But for some reason, well, the reason you just said, we got to go through this other realm, yeah. you know, to go there. So... I think that people should be a little more open about things and not always be so afraid. But just the same way that you're not going to go eat sushi from, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a deli that, you know, gets sushi in once a week. You know, if you're going to go get sushi, you want to make sure that they get fresh fish every day yeah. and they keep it refrigerated properly and they keep it covered properly and all of those things. So if you're going to go see a psychic or a medium or something like that, you need to make sure that nothing is coming, you know, that, that they're true blue, A, and yeah. B, that whatever's coming through is not going to harm you because that is possible. It is possible. You have to know how to protect Right, and, and, and also, if you, as a, a human, have these, uh, are feeling, I guess, this type of empowerment, right, you have to learn, like, how would, how do I protect myself, Terry? What do, how do I protect oh, it's myself? it's real easy. How? You ready? What? Okay. You have to pick, so I can't meditate, because my brain is Me always... Me neither. Thank God. It must be the Bronx thing. Okay. Well, I feel so much better now, because I thought I was, like, the only person... Oh, my God. No. But this is what you can do, okay? You picture three hula hoops. Now, this is going to sound funny, but I'm going to explain why. All right. Okay. The hula hoop furthest away from you is the color purple. Okay. Why? Because when Archangel Michael is actively protecting us, he wears blue, but the aura from the sword turns purple when he's actively protecting us. Oh. Any energies coming through has to be able to get through that purple hula hoop first. Okay. The second hula hoop is green. Why? Green is Archangel Raphael. That's okay. the healing color. So anything that Archangel Raphael would allow to come through his green hula hoop will be of a healing nature, whether it's for you or someone you know. Okay. The hula hoop never take off is white. That comes from the light of the God light or, light. or the higher being. Okay. What you can do to make it real simple, because even for me to close my eyes and try to picture three hula hoops, not happening. Yeah. But if I had... I know, you lost me at one. No. <laughs> so what you can do, you can either wear bracelets, pur purple, green, white, or huh. you could get a piece of paper and draw a bar of purple using a crayon. Okay. Purple, green's in the middle, uh -huh. white's next to the bed. Huh. So you have the visual... Because color has energy attached to it. Yes. Well, I and know that's about the auras yes. and stuff. Yeah. And that's the protection. Huh. So you may need to see it with your primary eyes. Oh, okay. And it doesn't mean you have... I can't envision it. You saw it. It works. It's about the focus. Huh. The focus could be a second long. All you have to do is just look at the yeah. paper and say, oh, okay, but they are protected. So many people do spell work and things like that, or even prayers. It's just to focus your energy. Yeah, that's you know? it. So some people don't need it at all. If I think something's in my house, I just tell it to get the F out. But you've learned that. Yes. 
So you guys being from the Bronx, that's pretty much all you have to do. Well, we'll tell you to get the fuck <laughs> out <laughs> anytime. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gotta go. <Goodbye>. Gotta go. <laughs> it's just it's the belief. It's the fuel behind your fire. That's that's important. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And tonight is a, a fun night with um, Terry, who is a spiritual medium, and Heather, who is her author and writer of her book. And the book is, again, called Too Bad, You're Going to Hell, um, which is a play on words, um, you know, somewhat. Somewhat. Right? <laughs> and because uh, we, we hope Terry is not going to hell. Um, I think I'm in it. <laughs> you, yeah, well, there you go. Um, t- and Terry talks to dead people. So, you know, she's like, you know, she's my new friend now. We talk there to dead people. I mean, she does. I don't talk to dead people. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, great. <laughs> she feels them, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, again, I, I think that you, you also feel things when it's in, it's an in-depth thing. Like, like I said, I think love is eternal. Right. So I have actually lo- sadly lost like three key people in my life. My grandmother, my best friend, and my husband. And those three definitely are, you know, I felt, right, and I felt, so it was just interesting, and it's interesting that my grandmother was quiet tonight, but your friend came through, but she, I knew she would, Um, and I knew, I was glad he brought her too, because that means I know they're they're having fun, Uh, you know, I'll get them, don't worry, (laughs) (laughs) I always say, I go, uh, and and you said to me, I don't feel anything, neither me or my mother-in-law is going anywhere anytime soon, so I joke around, and I say, Nothing is going to happen to me for a really long time because my husband is going, trust me, you don't want her up here. She <laughs> is so pissed off right now. If she comes up here, forget about it. She's going to kill us. So I already know that I'll be around till like I'm like 300 because I think by then maybe. Maybe will calm down Yeah, bit. maybe. I can't say for sure. But yeah, that's, uh, I think that that's the case. <laughs> but um so now how did you so you said when you you got into the book how did that happen like did you just you said you just some did you had somebody told you you have to write this you were okay, a Michael. Arch- he told you. Well, yeah. What do you say? I had to study a lot about all of the archangels because, because that's her that's, faith and yeah. not my faith. I, I <laughs> find them fascinating, though. I would love to learn. So you just said Archangel Michael is the protector, he and he's purple. When he's actively protecting us, he's purple. He wears blue. He's also the patron saint. You know, it's funny, but I'll, I'll say he's the patron saint of police officers and firemen. Mm. And because I was raised Roman Catholic, I feel, and I'm not saying anything against religion. As a matter of fact, I go to church every Sunday. But the Catholics like to claim everyone. Mm. So Archangel Michael, they're not religious figures. They're archangels, and they're created for our well-being. That's actually how the devil came to be. Mm. It was the jealousy that he loved God, the story is he loved God so much that he said, wait a minute, you're, we have to watch over them, that's our purpose, because God loved, loved the humans. Hmm. That's why he created archangels and angels. Okay. He didn't like that, That was he didn't like that. Okay. So he was a fallen angel, because Lucifer, or he has a lot of names, is a, known as a fallen angel. Oh. He was an angel. Yes, and Archangel Raphael, he's the healer. And his color is green, so 
you know, every one of them has their own job to do. Mm. Yeah, I, that's, I, I just, I find that, you know, very fascinating. So now you had to, so now how did you, so you, so the angel, Archangel Michael told you, it's time you got to write a book. Well, what happened was, years before, I had a reading by a psychic who I actually became very good friends with. Okay. Um, and she's part of my company now. I incorporated Soulful Gatherings because we do events now. And she said, I told you years ago about a book, and you said, there's no, I mean, I, you hear how I speak. You, I, I don't know how to write. I cleaned it up a lot. Yeah, she really <laughs> did. She had to. No, but you did it, not to interrupt, you did it perfectly because... If anybody read, I mean, like, I should read an excerpt from it just so that people could, because it's perfect. But it, go ahead. Okay, so she said to me, you're going to write a book. And I, okay, whatever. Years went by. And then we met. We were working at a flooring business. Which, ironically, one of the first things you said to me during when you finally pulled me in the room and said, you need a reading. And you said, you know you're going to write a book one day. And I went, and you went, not the one about the monkey. And I went, are you shitting me? I've been working on that for two years. <laughs> But I didn't know no. that it had anything to no. do with me. No, and, and I ended up, you told me I was going to write a book about my recurring dream that I had had where I'm a, a kid running through the woods with a bunch of people and we're hunting something paranormal and I never knew what we were hunting. And it was a dream I had year after year after year since I was in the crib. And you told me, one day you're going to see the end of that dream and you're yeah, going you to write will. that into a story. Will, and I did. I'd and shit I, my pants if I saw that. <laughs> oh, and right? he was, yeah, he was pretty beastie. Uh, but So I wrote a 90,000-word novel as my very first book written about my past life. Hmm. And then that's kind of how I got into learning how to write, studying the book industry, studying the ins and outs of uh, it's either you're going to write literary fiction and everything's going to be perfect and all the periods and semicolon, and who the hell knows how to use a semicolon, or you're going to know the rules and you're going to break them and you're going to break them well. And that's when I said that's what I, I can break the rules. So if that. you're writing a book with the Bronx girl, you need to break the rules. That's oh, just absolutely. That's how it's written. Yeah. Well, it was more like I needed to be around her. Like, let's let's go Absolutely. meet. Let's just the talk. energy. Let well, you there. had to bounce off the energy. Yeah, you can't represent somebody if you don't know them. But and then every meeting with her, you know, we meet at a diner. She's she hasn't been to my house, you know, ever except the one time when we first moved in. And she gives you a kiss, kiss, and she goes, "All right, what's with the red fox?" And I go, "I don't know what you're talking about." And she goes, "Yes, you do. It's in a cabinet somewhere in your house, high up in the corner." And I go, "Okay, well, yeah, my husband has a red fox in a cabinet high." But the things that would just come out of her house, her mouth, it's like these magical little moments of, oh, well, who's this John that you know and you saw in public and th this place is important to him? It's, it's great to just even be around her, let alone no listening sense. to these tapes. If you're going to try to make sense using yeah. your brain, you're not going to But so part of it, it was listening to her life story and then the readings that are in the book were, I mean, you've seen, she tape recorded your reading, she sent me the tapes. So I got to listen to everything over and over and over again. And as a writer, I have to think, all right, is she cold reading? Does it look like it could be manipulated or that she could be pushing someone? Right. But listening to the details over and over about how specific she got. So, and that's something that I, I, I wanted to, I, I, one of the chapters that I read, I got like the chills, right? Um, mm -hmm. And it was, um, I, I don't remember which one it was right now, but it was the chapter. So like talking about, so I mean, we're, we're all over the place with this, but in the book, what I was going to ask is, how do you feel, Terry, that you can help people? So one of the chapters that I read, there was a little boy there was a mother that you read, and, and, you, and you told her, your son is going to end up in the hospital. Oh, yes. They're not going to know what's wrong with him. 
they're going to run all these tests and they're not going to know what's wrong and he's going to be fine. See, now that was an actual letter written to her. I did very minimal editing on that. Those were the woman's exact words. And that was the first one that had me in tears. So that <laughs> came from a reading that she had with you. Yeah. And uh, I'm, you know, paraphrasing, of course. But this little boy uh, ended up in the emergency room and he couldn't put words together he couldn't right. say and no one knew what was wrong with him every scan they did was fine and she was calm well her. because she says in in what you wrote in the book is that you told her something is going to happen don't panic He's going to be okay. Her father came through. Right, and, and that was it, it the, father. Yeah, the father. The father told you, and he said, yeah. I'm going to stay with him. Right. Right. So, see, I just got goosebumps. So, that's, and, and so, when you talk about helping other people, you know, a message like that is the difference between you losing your mind yeah. and not. So, even in the letter, she was, she stated that the doctors couldn't understand why she was so calm. Yeah. So she was panicked, and she says in that letter, I was, of course, concerned and worried, but I knew he was going to be okay because Terry told yeah. me he was going to be okay. So that's crazy because, you know, I think all of us, if we kind of knew everything was going to be okay, like, that's why we're all, like, some of us have fear, right? Because oh, yeah. you don't know if everything is going to be fear okay. Fear unknown. Right. So, unknown. to know that was a gift that you gave this woman. Well, I only knew it because her father told me. I didn't know. Well, that's, uh, exactly. But, so, if you didn't have this gift and you didn't nurture right. this but, gift... Right. You know, I mean, and, and that just came out of nowhere, right? I mean, Correct. she probably had a reading with you. Why? She got nervous. Oh, out of curiosity. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was no, like, it wasn't like she was trying to talk to dead people. She was just like, oh, I want oh, to go for a reading. Yes, yeah, And then this comes up. Correct. And then she, and you know what? She was, she was fine with it. And then my remark, and I think about the title of the book. So just think about this. If I'm actually doing the devil's work, Mm. There would be no sense of comfort, no sense of love. That's true. Unle so right. people don't That's walk true. away, oh, I hate this one, I knew it. But, but No, it's just... Well, if it was the devil's work, they would feel the sense of comfort initially, and then they would be tricked, right? And so they would... I'll like, tell you what. It I would be a false sense of security, yeah, maybe, I don't it? think that he would give you any kind of positive emotion at all. See, but, I don't think so. I don't I, know. It hasn't been my experience. Well, uh, probably, I mean, I think in, in storybooks, you know, they always say, right, what do they always tell you? They always tell you, um, you know, I, there's all those memes that they have on Facebook and stuff. You know, the, the devil, you know, saw my head down and he came in. And then once he came, he saw I just, you know, was saying amen and I picked up my head. So they're always saying, they always, there's always that saying, right? The devil, you know, they, they, he comes and gets you when you're down. So, yeah, but that's not comforting. So a devil's not going to give you a comforting message. That's what I'm saying. Mm. He gets you when you're down. You're vulnerable. Of course he does. There are two things that mm. anything heavy or demonic, and there's a difference. Okay. Okay. So there's a difference between a heavy energy okay. and a demonic energy. Okay. Okay. What is heavy that? Heavy energy could be um, someone on the other side. Maybe they're coming in through, and I had depression, 
right. or I was an alcoholic. Okay. The energy is heavy, not the person, but the energy is heavy. Okay. Demonic, you, you'll you never have to question as to whether, because <laughs> there was, I had a chapter in the book, I don't know if you read it. I'm not me, sure. Okay, Me with the Devil? No, so, I didn't read okay, that so one. I won't, I didn't, I didn't I won't. chapter five. Okay. Oh, you didn't? Okay. So, um, they want you to know that they were there. Now, they can scratch you. They can make things fall. They will give you, they have two emotions that they control you through. Fear yep. and doubt. Now, and doubt. Okay. fear is external. So, that's not the heaviest one. Because you could kind of, if you're afraid, all right, all I have to do is get to the light, put the light on, I'll feel a little better. Hmm. Doubt? You think it comes from within. Mm. It doesn't. Mm. Doubt is a heavy energy. Mm. That's how they... So when you question, oh, it's just my, maybe it's my imagination. Or my, that's doubt. It doesn't feel heavy to you. Huh. But it, what is it doing? It's keeping you away from the comfort you would have enjoyed huh. with the sign that was given it to you. It allows it in. Yeah. I see. That's, that's very interesting. Yeah, well, they say, right, you have to believe. And I say it all the time, right? You have to believe. Yeah, belief is everything. Because if you don't believe, then you will never get to that point, right? Exactly. So if you, you know, if you believe, like I said, if you believe that rock is magic, the rock is magic. Yes. Right? And and it's true. And I think, I don't know, I, I, I see things all the time. I'm sure you do too. You know, like if you scroll through Facebook, you know, you, you, you can pretty much get a... a with, with, of course, the exception of the people that just post things because they want you to think things are a certain way. But the ones that are actually, like, you know, they see things, it resonates with them, they post it. You know, you can almost see, and I did a show about this on social media, you know, you see the people that don't believe. You see the people that doubt. You see that. And the minute that that doubt comes into effect, it's true. Everything just goes, goes right down. down. But it's difficult not to doubt sometimes because we get handed so many things. And usually when, you know, like shit happens, it all happens, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So now you're like, are you kidding me? Like, and, and so now you do start to doubt, right? Because you say, Jesus Christ, like, well, this just happened, this just happened, like, I'm trying, like, even me, like, I'm like, I'm trying real hard to, like, you know, keep it together here, but, like, you're killing me, like, you know, and, and then you do, you start to doubt, so what do you do at that point when you feel that But, way? you know, it's so funny because you're doubting because you're rationalizing it's too much. So I want to get back just for a moment because I heard get back to the rock. So I'm going to get back right, to the rock. All right, let's get to the rock. Okay. Remember when you said if someone believes the rock is magical, it's magical? Yes. Okay. It doesn't mean in the normal sense of magic. Let's just say someone, let's say an autistic child. Right. Has a pet rock. Right. And he believes it's magic. Yeah. And he picks up this pet rock. Down. Yes. The energy was magical. Yes, that's it's true. It's not the rock that's magic. That's but true. But it's the energy attached. That you gave it. Exactly. Right. You're being tested by God one after, after yeah. another after another. You go, oh my God, it's enough. No, thank but, you. But he only tests those that are worthy. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. You're driving. i got to get to work. Oh my God, I can't get to work. Oh, this, this traffic. Oh God, really? This, just add a, another thing to my list. Right. But then you may find out 
days later. Yep. It was a bad accident. Yep. And if I wasn't running right, yep. I might have been there and yep. killed. Absolutely. So what looks like absolutely bad yep. isn't. Right. Well, what do they say? They say you make plans and God, God laughs. laughs. Right. And, and it's true. And you know what? You don't realize that. And sometimes you do have to say that and say, you know what? I mean, look at 9-11. Think about the people, there that had to be a number of people that missed the train, yep. right, uh, you know, uh, the, right, whatever it was, or had a bad feeling something, something happened, and had they, you know, it, it was like a minute, like, difference between them being here and not being here, right? right? So, you know, I mean, obviously, it's, it's awful, you know, that, that we lost so many, you know, good people. Uh, you know, but um, like that's like how life goes, right? Like you said, we all wrote we down wrote something, and we and people say, "Oh, don't tell me why." Why would someone want to die like that? That's we, true. Okay, I don't have an answer to right. that. Right, we'll find mm. out maybe what their life mm. path was supposed to be when we're back there. But because we're linear thinking as humans, so yeah. we're confined in the types of thoughts sure. that our brain uh, sends right. out to us. Right. Yeah. yeah. On you know what on the level. On the gross level, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, I mean, none of it does. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so much stuff doesn't make sense in, in, you know, in a rational mind. Correct. But if you go to a, a medium and they can give you even a minute of comfort without yeah. your brain, because what happens is, and I see it a lot, is people just, like, they're trying to hold it together because I don't believe this, give me more, give me more, give me more. And then the soul just lets the tears come through. That's the soul telling you, this is your truth. Right. Not my truth, but this is your truth. Right. And the other thing about the believers and everything, I love skeptics. Yeah. I love them. But um, the believers, they haven't had they're the sum of their own experience. So they may not recognize the signs that they're yeah. being given. Yeah. So for them... Yeah. It is. It's a matter of black or white. And yeah. for me, it's black. And so I don't believe it. Think the full apparition's just going to walk through the room and sit, oh, down, sit down and have a right. right, right, and right. There's so many little tiny signs that they're just they're missing or they're not seeing. So if you dream, so there's a difference between a dream and a visit. And most um, spirits who come through don't want to scare you. So they will come during the dream state, the REM state. Right. The difference between a dream and a visit. A dream, you'll tend to forget. But a visit happens during the dream state, and you'll remember you it, it until the day you pass. Yep. That was a visit. Yeah. They come that way not to scare you. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you're a non-believer, don't think it's possible. Maybe it's probable. You know what? I'm 99% sure it's not even probable, but I'm going to give you one. Maybe it's probable. That's all they need. To get through, because you just open the window just a little bit, yeah. and now you, you you cannot explain away the coincidence. You may be driving, there may be a, a car with your father's first name on it, mm -hmm. or the numbers associated with someone you love. That's not a coincidence. Yeah, it took a lot of work for them to, to get that done. To make that happen. Correct. Or like my husband, who decided to turn the TV on and off 16 well, times. There you go. And that came through in, in, the, in, reading. in the reading. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, I came downstairs... I don't remember when it was. It was, a, it was, you know, months ago. And my TV was on, blasting at decibel, like, 80 billion. 
And I thought somebody like broke in the house. I was like, what the hell happened? Like, why is it so noisy downstairs? And I, I go down and I'm like, what the hell? So I go to shut it off and I'm looking did the remote because my, my dogs turn the TV on before with the remote. You know, right, they right. do like things, the you know, maybe it's yeah. stuck underneath something or whatever. So I'm looking and it's like not near anything that that could be. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. I shut the TV off. I go back upstairs. 20 minutes later, I hear this loud noise again. I go downstairs, TV's on, blasting again at decibel 80 gabillion. When it's not programmed, I just lowered the volume. So even if the TV turned back on again, the volume would have been at the level oh, that right. I left it at. Right. So it happened, I don't even know how many times. And I finally just said, all right, hello, I know you're here. And and it came in, the, the when reading, you did yeah. the reading, he, you said, he said, you said, he's gonna, the TV's, things he's are gonna, gonna go on, he's gonna let you know with the yeah. TV, I go, yeah, he already did that, <laughs> I know. So, you know, and, and so it's just a matter of, I mean, I guess you could explain it, I don't really know how, I, I mean. Coincidence, and the minute you hear that word, angelic intervention. It took a long time for them to set that coincidence up. Yeah. You know? And it's, so, and it's not a general statement. It's not like he said, oh, Maybe I'll do something electrical because people know because of the knowledge they need currency. Mm. Okay? okay. He was very specific. He said the TV. That's the confirmation for me. Mm -hmm. Then I can relay the message. Mm -hmm. I don't give messages of love. And there's a reason you didn't get a message of love. The only time I deliver a message of love, because for me, you know, me, Bronx to Kufi, it can apply to anyone. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Too general. Yeah, it's too general for me. But if they insist, that means someone doubted the love mm. or there was a problem in the relationship. Mm. And every spirit that comes through, telepathically, I ask, do I need to relay love? Your husband said, no, I'm good. Don't worry about it. But there are times I have to relay a message of love and they say, yeah, you know what, we had a, a bad so you know what and I think that that goes down to you know I think that people shouldn't um, you know life is precious and we don't know what tomorrow is going Correct. to bring and I think that if you don't live your life um, organically um, that those those people like what you just said that needed to be done sorry that it's needed fine. to be done because there weren't it wasn't said enough when they were here on this earth. Correct. So, you know, people will always ask me, you know, like so many people, oh, I wish this, oh, I wish that, I, I wish I would have said this, oh, well, we had a fight that day, and oh, we had this, you know, and, and it's like, you should never, in my opinion, mm -hmm. I live, I try to live my life that everybody knows where they stand with me and they know how I feel about them. Granted, a lot of people think may think I feel a certain way, but I think at the end of the day, everybody knows what's what. So, you know, people would say that to me, and, you know, like, I have no guilt. I don't, you right. know, I don't feel like there was something I didn't say. You know, I never felt that way, and I think that, like you're saying in, in the readings, when, when they have to send that message over, it's because there wasn't, enough connection yeah. and communication here in this realm so they need that affirmation yeah. you know and and i think that that's sad because i think we have the the ability to make sure that doesn't happen we 
need to now. Right, at now. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. In this life that we're living right now here in, as humans on right. Earth, we have the ability to leave nothing left for chance, so to speak. Yeah. So that, you know, if, if God forbid anything happens, everybody in your world knows how, where you stand, you know, how, who you are, how you feel about them, you know, and all of those things, you know, like, like you were saying about your son and you said like, I, you know, reincarnation, I have the power of all moms and I have eternal mother love. We all mothers have eternal love like that. So why do they know? Why does he know that? Well, in his case, I raised him to be a thinker. I actually, I told him when he was younger, he said, what religion are we? And, and my husband, um, he was, he was born Jewish. And when I told him I got to pick my religion, it blew his mind. Right. It blew his mind. And he says, you don't pick your religion. You're born into your religion. And I said, I feel sorry that you believe that. Okay. So I taught my son. I said, go out there, learn them all. If you want to go to church, go to church. Just take it for face value. You know, right. Don't, don't believe that the dinosaurs didn't exist, but try to listen to the morals of the stories. And, and he went to church and he did a couple of things and he decided he was going to develop his own religion. Perfect. Because the first time he went to church, they told him the story of Adam and Eve, and he refused to believe women could be evil because I was not evil. So Aww. he decided he was going to make up his own religion. <laughs> well, you better fix that because he needs to know that women are evil. <laughs> oh, so oh, you will. better fix that real fast, all right? No fairy tale shit with that one. He needs to be aware that women are evil. But so here we are. He's probably about <laughs> six years old, and we're driving in the car, and he's thinking, and he tells me, Mom, I want to talk to you about my religion. I made up some things. And I said, all right, well, tell me what you got. And he says, I believe that everyone in the world should treat each other like brothers and sisters, and not the ones that don't get along like the good ones. Uh -huh. I said, I, I, like what, I like where you're going with this already. And he says, I'm going to believe the moon is just a rock, and all the dinosaur bones in the world have already been found. And I said, okay, well, let me stop you there. There's people in deserts right now actually digging up dinosaur bones. He goes, so? I said, so you can't say that. It's not true. He goes, Mom, it's a religion. It's not meant to be true. Listen to the story. <laughs> and I said, and he's so well-rounded. So take it and go. And that's amazing. But m what I'm saying also is that he understood already that love is eternal, that yeah. your love, your motherly love is eternal, right? That was what you yeah. had expressed. So my point is, is that God forbid, like you said, God forbid something happened to you. He knows. He knows. So it doesn't matter whether or not you gave him a kiss before he left the house that day or, you know, I mean, I don't, mean more, I don't want to be morbid, but I'm just saying, it, it, those last little things, it, they, I don't mind morbid. he already knows that you love him and that you will move heaven and earth. And he so, already knows that if anything happens and anything remains unspoken, he can still, like, I can still hear him. Yeah. And wherever so, I go, wherever I am, whatever realm. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say is that I think that if people live their lives a little more genuine, if you will, yeah. um, and organically and, and put that much effort into humanity, yeah. <laughs> we would have a different world. Yeah. You know? Oh, and, absolutely. and that's what I mean is that, you know, we don't, I always say be humble and kind because you never know what someone else is going through and tomorrow yeah. is not promised. So you know what? If you're an asshole today and if you're always an asshole, then that's how you're going to be remembered yeah. as an asshole. If you are a kind person and you had a bad day, you know, then you're going to still be remembered for the kind person that you were and you were human. 
You know, so that's what I mean in terms of like living your life a certain way because I think we have to, you know, God forbid something, we don't know what's going to happen, right? So you need to, to, the people in your world should know how you feel so that you don't have to have like what you would call a fluff session, right? Where you have to tell somebody that they love you because, you know, like, what do you don't know that already? Obviously, I love you. You're here. I'm here, right? Yeah. We're talking. I'm here. Of course I love you. So now you got to tell them that because the guilt of, of uh, the unsaid is there, you know? And so I feel like I don't, I, I don't, maybe I'm too much of a person, but I, I don't like the un, the unsaid or the unknown. And I know sometimes you shouldn't say certain things. Um, and I'm good at, you know, saying what I shouldn't, but I feel like it's a better thing because there's no, um, there's no regrets at that point, you know? And I don't feel like I wasn't, like I wasn't afraid I didn't, I knew you weren't going to say anything like I, you know, I was like, like I said, I was apprehensive and then I have to do a show afterwards and talk for two hours. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, like what if this drains my energy? Like what if, you know, whatever. And I said to you afterwards, I said, I feel alive, right? That was the word I chose, alive. Yeah. Well, and I guess you feel that way because your soul was being fed, right? That's it. Would that be the right, I mean, that's, that's, it. that's you know, and, and you said, about energy, right? You need certain energy to pull from so that Correct. you can keep, you know, doing what you do. Yeah, and even though the messages are always positive, it's draining for some of my things because I have to raise my energy up there. And decipher. And yeah, well, I, you know, this is when I call in archangels to me to help me because I'm only human. Right. You know, and it's, you want to hear something really weird? I, why not? Uh, <laughs> that's what we're here for. Okay, so when I sleep, so I used to fly when I was younger. Oh, okay. Okay, but when I sleep now. But wait, just explain that because there might be people listening right now that don't know what that means. What do you mean you used to fly? Okay, when you used so to sleep? in the REM state, uh -huh. I would actually fly. fly. So, so listen to this. So Did you have I like a cape or anything? No, no. I wish. No? Oh, you should have. me look thinner, but no, whatever <laughs> I was wearing at the moment, I was flying. Now, now listen to this, and this is where the kind, it takes time for confirmation to come to me. Okay. okay. Ready? I would have to hit my head a certain area to go through the window and look outside, or I know, it's, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm not. Or you can go through the wall, but I had to hit a certain area. Hmm. Okay. How'd so you learn that? You ready? Why did I was just doing it. Okay. Now. Until you went through? <laughs> yeah, no, you go right through. I, I could still feel the sensation. And I could, I could put my hands, I used to be able to put my hands through something and feel it being absorbed, and then I would follow through. So picture this, maybe 40 years later. So it's only five minutes there, but it's 40 years here. I'm having a luncheon with other mediums and psychics at my house. It was a Thanksgiving luncheon for... Okay. And as I'm sitting there and I'm explaining it, I'm saying, yeah, it's right here. One of the psychics said to me, that's your soft spot. I go, what? When you're born. Yeah, you have a soft spot. You have a soft spot. Yep. You're coming through an area you should not be able to get through. Huh. With this, and it made sense to me. And that, then I said, oh, that's how I was able to do it. I didn't know. But now what happened? I hear, excuse me, I'm sleeping. Now, they cannot give me messages. See, that's my rule. I'm in charge. 
I go to sleep, don't bother me. There you go. Okay. Unless you have to teach me something. That was my rule. Okay. Excuse me, it's time. They bring me to my living room, sit me, they're all sitting on it, and all these people who passed. Huh. Teaching me new signs. Huh. I have to do readings. This is why I don't smoke from cigarettes. I, 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 don't, I don't think they can you. take me to where these people take me. I don't me. blame you. And then, by coincidence, I'll be doing readings in, in that week, and I'll describe the people I saw, and they had to do with some of the clients. Huh. So it's really, and That's I always crazy. get my confirmation. Always. You, you did that at my house. Did I? One time, when I first, we first started becoming friends, okay. and if not for nothing, if you know a medium and you just got a house, you're going to ask them to come and walk around the house, and the night before I had a dream, and there was a girl in the dream, and you explained her to a T. And I had never met her before. She ended up being <coughs> a friend of my husband's. Really? Yep. And I remember you started going, there's a woman here, and you started saying how tall she was, and she had long brown hair, and I said, no, I'll stop you right there. She has hazel eyes, kind of a wave to her hair, and you always go, oh, you see her too? And I go, no. <laughs> yeah, so the, this is how, you know, they have to teach me. It's, that it's, is crazy it is. shit. It is. I would, I, I don't know, like, I guess after a while, because you've been doing this, it was since you were three years right. old, right? Yeah. So I guess after, like, now you're not, because I would be like, wait, 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 where are we going? <laughs> we're going to the living room? Uh, uh, what? Really? Uh, you know, like, I don't, I, because, I mean, at my age now, it's not, nor like I was saying to you, when you're, when you grow up, you're raised with and you're life. raised like that, you, you were seeing dead people, so you didn't know, they were, you were playing with you, you had somebody to play with. Right. So it's normal for you. Now, like you said, you said the spirits don't come to you when you're awake because they don't want to scare you, so they'll come to you, you say it in a well, they dream. won't come to me Other like a, a, right, a regular right a normal person not you terry <laughs> but i'm saying yeah a normal person that has not you know tweaked this gift if you will right so yeah for us you know like I i'm already like i feel like sometimes i feel things and i turn around like what the hell what's all you know what's funny because whenever you say um i hear something i feel it you go to your right ear and that's not a coincidence because hmm. anything that comes in through the right ear is belongs to you. Oh. Anything from the left doesn't make it bad. It's just a spirit that doesn't belong to you. I may want you to go give a message. But when you say, I feel, or I hear, and you kept going to the right ear, right. I was just laughing inside going, that's because but they, they... when I get other things, it's my left, right. like, it's my, when my, when my husband is because talking to heart. me, he's on, he's yeah. always yes. on my left, that's like, just heart. now, he just, yeah. yeah, so that, I would feel it there, yes. but yeah, I never realized that, because I, yeah, yeah, I look yeah. like this, you know, something, yeah, I don't know who the hell knows, you know, I mean, like I said, there are probably people watching and listening right now that probably go through the same thing, you know, I mean, and they don't know. They, they, you know, you turn they think around. Crazy. You think you're crazy. Yeah, which most of us are. But you know, that doesn't Luckily. mean it's wrong, right? right exactly. Right. Luckily, like I say, the yeah. right kind of crazy. Yeah. Right. Well, this is real talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com, and I am talking to Terry, who is a spiritual medium, and I am talking to Heather, which is the author of her book, "Too Bad You Are Going to Hell." Which, uh, again, as we were saying, is kind of a play on words. So now, before I forget, I want to say this now, and then we have a little bit, and we got to close up. So now, Terry has made us um, a offer that we can't refuse. So um, 
you know, when she wanted to come on the show and we want to talk about everything and I wanted to introduce you all to her, you know, I said I'd like to do something to our for our listeners as well. So we are going to give, uh, what, what was the deal that you okay. wanted to do? So this is the deal. So I offer 30-minute readings and 45-minute readings. If you book with me, all you have to do is pick up a phone or text me or send me an email and book a reading. Whether it's 30 minutes, you would, sa you would save $10, 45 minutes, $12. You don't have to have the reading by the end of August. I will give it until October 31st. So, so what was it? A temp what we were doing a 10% discount? Yeah, that's what we said. Basically, yeah. Okay. So we're going to use the code REALTALK. That's going to be good. our code. Good, good. So when you reach out to Terry, um, you're going to use code REALTALK and you will get a discount on your next reading. So again, you do not have to get the reading in August. You just need to book your appointment Correct. by August 31st. For any individual reading. For individual reading. Okay. So um, we can also, you know what we'll do, because now this feed is going to be on everybody's pages. Um, I think, you know, even if you guys want to, um, you know, type in the code so we know you're watching, so you guys are aware of, of who's there. Um, and what can we do now? How do people buy this book? How do people get your... Get it on Amazon. <laughs> Too bad you're going to hell. Okay, so this is on Amazon. It is. It's, it's on available Amazon. on Amazon. And how much is this book? Thirteen dollars. Lucky number thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. There you go. Now so, you're gonna have at your next event too. Yes, I also sell them at my events. So now, yeah, that's another question. What you mentioned events? What what, what is an event? Okay. What do you do? So I do reading galleries. What does which that mean? Would be like a group reading. So I would have a room filled with maybe forty people or so. Okay. Walk around the room and give messages. So it's oh. in a group setting. And that's gotcha. when you shouldn't be worried that they're gonna say something embarrassing. Because if it's gonna embarrass you, they're not gonna say it out loud. Gotcha. Okay. And then I also do we just hosted a psychic fair, which was very, very successful. Fourth annual, first time in our new location. Right. And what does that mean? Um I have psychics, I have mediums there, I have regular vendors there as okay. well. Um, and now we're doing our second annual paranormal event. It's a support group. It's one of my favorites. It's anyone who had some kind of experience or they're having dreams. They either want to share their experience or they want to get um, clarity. Okay. For what it means. We sit in a room. Like an AA meeting. Yeah, but, only for, but only for <laughs> ghosts and spirits. Anybody who had any That's connection. That's sick. I love yeah. that. Right? And we're so it's like a crazy person's meeting. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's for the so crazy. You know it's gonna right. be fun. It's right. one of the more interactive <laughs> when it comes to the, the audience participation, but it's definitely one of my favorites because like you know, feel free to talk about a weird dream you had, a weird feeling you had. Ours actually that one started out with the the one guy in the room and, and oh, Terry started yeah. speaking to a spirit and she says there's somebody here, he was a neighbor, he was you know, something with alcohol and his head was the trauma area. And then throughout the entire, you know, an hour and a half later, the sister speaks up and she says, oh, well, we did have a neighbor that was an alcoholic and shot himself. I just want to know why my brother can see him and I can't. So yeah. if you're so going to get him, that's one of my favorites, the, the Paranormal Support Group, October 13th. We're actually going to start um, working on trips. So we'll do ghost day walks. trips, ghost walks. We may go to places like Lilydale or Salem. 
Well, it, October is a big month for all that stuff too, right? Yeah. Isn't that like yeah. the big uh, well Halloween, right? Well, so and people associate that with that. Yeah, it's that one. It's a high holiday for the for the pagans and the Wiccans. Right. <laughs> so now you're the name of like on Facebook, you can find you with it's soul gatherings, it's soulful gatherings. soulful gatherings. Excuse me. Or you or my name. Or and spell it and say it out so that they know. So the name is Terry Morata. T e r r y. M as in Mary, A-R-O-T-T-A. And anyone that is um, tuned in on Facebook Live, um, she is tagged along with Heather in this um, post, so you can click right on that. And I think the Soulful Gatherings is on there as well. Mm -hmm. So you can definitely find them with that. So um, that's pretty cool, though. Right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. (laughs) That's like a lot of cool stuff going on, and, and I guess... A lot of people that um, it's nice to have like-minded people, right? Yeah. Yeah, you grow with that. Because I think so many people don't allow themselves to channel because they, uh, out of fear of being crazy, right? Well, the ego. Or just out of fear. Yeah. The ego. Well, you know, it's funny. We talk about that a lot. I mean, I talked about that. I had a guy on. We would talk about dating. We talked about the ego. I mean, the ego is your biggest enemy. Yeah, it is. Well, especially with dealing with spirituality. Now, I like it when these this, um, skeptics come because I'm telling you, most of them had some kind of experience, whether it was a dream of a loved one or mm-hmm. I put something down and all of a sudden it wasn't there. But their ego is not going to allow them. So they'll come to the event and they'll sit with their arms crossed across the chest just to see. Right. And I'm telling you, They'll always come up to me and say, listen, this is what happened. What do you think? You know, so. Yeah, I, looking, of course. Yeah. And then you don't need an ego because you're going to be with everybody with like energy. So you can keep the ego at the door and then get your answers and then pick up your ego on the way out. But at least the clarity was just for you. And no yeah. one needs to know in your real life. Yeah about your experience. Yeah, I wish that the ego could be just checked at the door in, in the first place because the world, again, would be a different place, right? Yeah, yeah, well, you could see all the signs, how bad it is. Yeah, know? I know. I mean, and, and that's just... So, one thing that I was thinking about, you know, since you do, like, since you, you can, you have all these spirits, they're waking you up in the all the night. I mean, yeah. do you feel, so you don't, but you don't feel pain. You don't feel like if somebody went through something. Oh, I absolutely. You do. do feel that. Oh my God! I've been shot in my head. Oh boy. I've been in a fire. I drove my truck off a bridge, and I couldn't breathe. And then I felt the steering wheel go through oh, my no, chest. No, no, no. Yeah. With so they'll they'll convey like. Luckily, I just had a minor heart attack during our reading because someone had the heart issues, and I felt the heart. So I will feel, it's not my pain, mm. but I'll feel it. If the spirit oh, okay. chooses to do that, gotcha. like for the, you know, if there was a breast issue, they'll touch my re- my right breast. Left is always far right. So they're already schooled in the signs mm. before they start speaking to me. Yes, and you write, you wrote about that in the book as well, Correct. where it tells you whenever you feel, and you said your nose the, the right side drugs. is drugs and the left, the left side is, is, drinking. Is, yeah. is drinking. Yeah. But, but someone else's signs might be different. So huh. the more okay. you use or, or the more you try to communicate with spirit, they want it to be an intimate relationship. So they're not going to speak the same language to you as they will me. Okay. 
you know, I was lucky. This came to me. I didn't go looking for it. Right. And it came to me when I was very innocent. I had a great childhood. I was raised with 13 cousins. So it wasn't that I was traumatized or I wasn't loved. I had a great childhood. And I had spirits in my life come to me. I can't imagine how it feels when you're older and you walk in a room and you go, what the hell is this? Oh my God. And then now you have all the fear attached sure. because you don't know. Because your brain is developed. It's yeah. not developed at three. Yeah, of course. That's I, exactly. That's what I mean. That's why I was saying that, you know, like if, if as these things come, as we get older and sometimes, you know, these things, they start to you know, you start to notice them, right? And Correct. so now, you know, you're kind of like, okay, what the hell's going on here? You know, what's going on? And then, like you were saying in the beginning of the show, Heather, if you, you can just shut it down. Well, when I met Terry, I was 30. I had seen spirits. I had seen, like, you know, arms. I had feelings. That I, I explained to somebody what their grandmother was buried in. I just, I had these weird premonitions. And then when I met Terry and she said, well, you're afraid of it because you know it's there. Hmm. And I go, well, what the hell does that mean? She says, well, you can't be afraid of it. I said, well, you're telling me everything in my imagination is real. Right. <laughs> and just, just don't be afraid of it. Right. Well, how the hell do I do that? Right. And I'll tell you, I, I lost. I lost all my fear out of it to the point that I became a teacher. Huh. Now, now I have the ones that are afraid of the dark that are coming to me, and I'm telling them, oh, don't worry about it. Huh. You know, be, you're tougher than me. See, I, I had, like, Batman and Robin as my invisible friends. Like, that's all yeah. I had. I don't know that I had, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they, I mean, maybe they were, I don't know. But I never got that from it. But it's just, to me, that's so fascinating. You know, because if anybody that doesn't believe, I still, like, don't get that. But, it, you know, it is what it is. Because there is not one person in this world that has not had that experience. Some kind of experience. Right. Correct. Something. You, have, you had it and maybe you just pushed it aside. Whatever it was, it was too much for you. You had that. Or your wife could be pregnant and you don't know the sex and you go to sleep and the husband says, oh, it's a boy. How would you know that unless someone's telling you? All of a sudden, you develop now this, you can see through the, the womb? No. Someone from the other side made you feel the gut feeling, because mm -hmm. that's how they speak to us, through the gut. Yeah, gut. Is, what's a boy? And then, oh, it's just a coincidence. So when you feel that gut feeling that is somebody? Yeah, from the other side. That's somebody from the yeah. other side. Okay, so it's not just, so, like, so when you say, like, intuition or whatever. Well, it, that's them. That's, so every time you feel something yeah. like that, someone's that's telling them. you. It's like you're driving and you may say, you know what, hmm, maybe there's a cop coming up. Let me just get to the right. Makes no sense. And there was a cop there. It's not a coincidence. Someone in the car with you put uh, that thought. That's telepathic communication. Oh, okay. That's how they work. We, everyone has telepathic communication yeah. going on in their lives. They just think it's, that's just my gut. Or it's my intuition. Right, well, I never understood I what it. your gut meant. Yeah. So you just cleared that, clarified that for me Good. because... I, I get that, and, you know, we all have that feeling, right? Yes. Like, eh, something's not right. Everybody right. has a gut feeling. Right, But did we, I didn't know that it was someone. You're being guided from the other I side. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just thought, you know, it was just my, in, you know, you're just, you know, like, you know, like you feel it. And, and I didn't know why you felt yeah. it. Yeah, they're, they're telling you. Because huh. they're always around us. Always. So, and because we don't have a body, like a lot of people say, oh, let them rest in peace. Right. First of all, if you had to lie down like this in eternity and not move and rest, that's hell. Sure. Okay. <laughs> because you're not encumbered by a, a body any longer, you're I free. can be with you. 
I can be doing what I need to do on the other side. Now, here's a concept that's difficult to understand, but we're all reincarnated, so it might be easy. On the other side, we're living past, present, and future all at the same time. Oh, okay. All at the same time. Past, present, The memories, huh. the current events, and things to come. Huh. So for me, for me, so a psychic, so there's a difference between a psychic and a medium. Uh-huh. First, all mediums are psychic. Okay. Not all psychics are a mediums. Medium. So a psychic may talk to you about future events. You know, a psychic medium is different. <clears throat> She's able to tell you about future events and give you some messages from the other side. Hmm. For me, my choice was, or actually they made the choice for me, not me. Um, not to, I can, I've done psychic readings in the past, but my thing is I just want to communicate from the other side. I'm just the male man. Hmm. And, and like we said during, the, like they're not even your words, you know, so it's... it's no, and you can't make it, so th on, on the surface the messages are boring. Oh, you should paint that room, or I didn't like that color. But then if you think about it, you go, how did they know? that I just finished painting. Right. That room. They have to prove it's them for me. Right. Current event or memory. No right. future stuff. Hmm. Yeah, see, I was kind of, I, I was waiting to see, like, I, I was waiting to see the future stuff. Like, I wanted to see what, you know, was... No, was, they don't, yeah, because they can't it. interfere with a decision you need to make. That's always free will. That's just true. Just like it's their free will to show up. Now, they have one rule for me. Don't ask questions. We give you what you need. Oh, right. That's right. You said that. Because yeah. I wanted to ask you a question, yeah, and you said, no, no, you can't. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting, you know, and, and, and that's all about respect, right? We respect yes, them. Boundaries. They yeah. respect us. Just like you said, I'm going to bed. Don't bother me. Right, right. That's it. Or a after a reading, once I blow out that candle and the loved ones are still around the table, I, they can't, the spirit can't speak to me anymore. But if after the reading and I did not put out the candle like I didn't put it out right after your read they could still deliver messages because mm. it's not a therapy session I mean I have to account for my time but if the buzzer goes off and I'm in the middle of something I just keep going right until they're finished not right. me Right. They, they, and he was scutching you because you were trying yeah. and he kept on. He kept right? on. Yeah, he was scutching you. He needed to be hurt. Yeah, I know. I know. Which is funny. Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens. Well, it is what it is. And it's just a funny, you know, it, it, in, in life, right? I mean, and I thank you for giving me that opportunity. Oh, my pleasure. Um, you know, and, and for you guys, you know, coming on and like this crazy way that we were brought together by coincidences right right by coincidences yeah definitely i we was just like happened to both have the same virgin mary statues <laughs> yeah oh yes and that how well. odd is that because they're so old those statues they're concrete statues both missing the hands well i guess that we don't need them right <laughs> <laughs> we don't need this thinking hands we got it we don't need it. The hands are up there praying. We That's don't need it. it. It's open. It means it's open. they're open. Yes. They're yes. open for everything to come in. Um, so I want to remind you guys, again, that the name of the book is Too Bad You're Going to Hell. And you can purchase this on Amazon. It is a collection of stories and readings by spiritual medium Teresa Murata, written by Heather T. Stone. So you guys definitely want to get this book, even if you don't read 
Because I, like I said in the beginning of the show, I don't read either. It's such an easy read. It's really just like quick one, two, three. You, you'll be done with it before you even realize you started reading it. So I definitely recommend that you do that. And I thank you ladies for the book as well. Um, and then we are doing a code, code Real Talk. And that is for a discount right. uh, for almost like a 10% discount 10%, yeah. um, however you know with math my math is no good so however that works out and um, that is for either a half hour reading or a 45 minute reading and you can do readings in person and also through Facebook video through video okay Facebook video yeah okay so you don't do actual like do you do a phone no, because I need to see with my primary eyes what's going on. Okay, so you can do the video yeah. uh, thing. Okay, so that so you don't even if you live in I know I have people in Florida, California, Italy, wherever you are, anywhere around the world, um, you can get a reading from Terry. So you know, again, you need to book your reading by August thirty first. And you need to let Terry know the code, Real Talk, so that she can give you the discount that is applicable. So I want to thank you, ladies, again, for coming and being thank so you, awesome. Um, I also want to give special thanks again to VogueMe.com, <laughs> V, or as I say, well, how do I say it? VogueMe. <laughs> V-O-O-G-U-E-M-E.com. My glasses this evening are uh, from there, and I freaking love them. They're completely obnoxious, and I think they're so cool. Um, I'm surprised my husband didn't say anything about the, the glasses in the reading because I used to have funky glasses, and he used to call me Aunt Lucy because, like, his 80-year-old, you know, uh, 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 aunt had, like, those funky glasses, so I, it was funny. Um, I also want to let you guys know that um, I am taking off for the next two weeks in August. So, just so you don't miss me too much, we are going to air on MiamiMikeRadio.com uh, two shows during uh, my time off, previous shows. So, if anybody out there has been following me for the past year and a half and you want to re-listen to any particular show, if you remember a certain guest that I had that you thought was awesome and you want me to consider... that putting that in as one of the shows, please let me know, or hours, right? Yeah. Um, please let, let me know so that I can facilitate that. Um, I will probably throw something on Facebook Live as well, um, but I will not be live for the next two weeks because I'm going to stay with my little guy and try to take a mental break. Um, so, again, I'm, I'm interested if there's anything that you might want to uh, hear or see. And I will see you guys back again in September. And I just want to remind you all about our lineup on Miami Mike Radio. On uh, Mondays, we have uh, DJ Luke uh, at 12. Then the ride home with uh, DJ Pauly at 6 p.m. Uh, first Monday of every month, we have Mind Candy Mondays with Rob Mush. Tuesdays, we have Steve, DJ Simply Nice at 1, and then, of course, Real Talk with Karen Stacy at 8. Wednesdays, we have uh, the uh, Loyal Listener Show with Hamilton's R and Maymay. 
Uh, then we have Thursdays, the Traffic Jam with DJ Michael Anthony at 4 p.m., Frankie Mags at 8 p.m. Uh, Fridays, we have DJ Simply Nice again at 8 p.m., Friday Night Sessions at 10 p.m. with Tony Sanapi. Saturdays, we have the Ghazi Show with uh, DJ Ghazi at 8 p.m., and then the Saturday Night Dance Party uh, at 10 p.m. with Mr. Anthony Mangini. And then we also have Anthony Grimaldi on Sundays. So make sure you tune in, and I will miss you guys, but we will, I will stay present, and we will still air shows for the next two weeks, and I'll see you guys live again on in September. And thank you, ladies, again. Thank you. Don't forget the code, Real Talk, and make sure you book it by August 31st. The book, again, is Too Bad, You're Going to Hell, and you can purchase that on Amazon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Love you all. Happy Tuesday.